Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome in, podcast listeners. Happy early Father's Day. I want to tell you to make sure that you listen to the Greg Sankey interview, SEC commissioner, I did that's up as part of the Wins and Losses podcast series. I think you guys will love it. Really intriguing discussion there, especially if you're out and about on a long vacation weekend. Maybe you're just sitting on the beach, just want something to listen to while you gaze out. Maybe you're just chilling. I'm telling you, Jason Whitlock, Shannon Terry, and now Greg Sankey, all really good, interesting interviews uh, running through how they ended up where they did. But this is the Friday edition of the podcast, and we're breaking down Game 6. Clay Thompson out with a torn ACL. The Raptors ascend to the first-ever title for Canada in the world of basketball. What does all this mean? What's the impact? We'll discuss alongside of all three of our usual guests on Friday, Lance Taylor, Jeff Schwartz, and Chad Withrow. All that and more this is Outkick the Coverage. Appreciate you spending your Friday with us. Here is the podcast on Fox Sports Radio. Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. <laughs> You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Live from the Geico Outkick Studios. It's deja vu all over again. The Toronto Raptors have won the NBA title. And what happened on the court, I feel like, is the less significant story. Because the more significant story is, I've never seen anything like this. The Golden State Warriors are cursed. Clay Thompson late in the third quarter with 28 points going in for what would have been a dunk. We've got uh, a freakish, I would say, attempted blocked shot by Danny Green. Clay Thompson lands awkwardly. You can see his knee immediately bow out. 
he uh, uh, goes down. You can tell that he feels like he was significantly injured. He's laying there on the court in agony. Steph Curry smacks the basketball down on the court and goes to the other end as he waits on a verdict. Clay Thompson is carried off the floor in the tunnel. He's told that if he goes out because he was fouled on the play without shooting free throws, he's not allowed to come back. He comes jogging back onto the court, lines up, shoots two free throws, runs back down to the other court to play defense, and then the Warriors commit an intentional foul, and he comes back out of the game. And soon after that, we learn from Doris Burke that he's not going to come back in. And then this news, probably catching a lot of you this morning for the first time because it broke late last night, Clay Thompson, torn ACL, he will be out for most of, if not all of next season as well, alongside of Kevin Durant. So while the Toronto Raptors win this title, and it's clearly a incredible moment for Kawhi Leonard and the people of Toronto who have supported the Raptors all these years, I can't help but think the only reason the Raptors won is because of the injuries to Klay Thompson and Kevin Durant. If both of those guys are 100% healthy, the Warriors, I believe, win this title in five games or potentially in four games. Healthy, the Warriors are a substantially better team than Toronto Raptors. But this is one of the wildest finals situations I've ever seen. Maybe the wildest ever in terms of injuries. And as a result, uh, the Warriors are unable to win an incredibly tight game that would have forced a Game 7. Now, we got a lot of audio for you out there. I'm going to break this down for you as we go kind of uh, in order. Uh, First of all, uh, Clay Thompson hurts his knee and then re-enters. For a moment, it feels like we might have a Willis Reed-like situation going on in the final game in Oracle Arena. This is what that sounded like. Curry to Thompson. Thompson to the rim. Goes up. He got fouled from behind trying to dunk it. Danny Green with a foul. Thompson's hurt. Oh, he's, oh, he's hurt. His left knee. Tim, he is really hurt. Danny Green fouled him as he flew in for a dunk. He fouled him from behind. How many more injuries must this team go through? Oh. The ovation you hear right now is for Clay Thompson. He walked down the tunnel and said, no, I'm not going to the locker room. This is game six of the NBA Finals. I'm going to turn around, walk under his old power, got back to the free throw line. That's a wild scene. You've got Clay Thompson, who we now know has torn his ACL, running back on the court, draining two free throws, and then making those free throws and turning around and running back down the court to play defense all while uh, uh, limping on the injured leg that we now know is a torn ACL. Now, the Warriors did not let him come back out after that, and uh, it's still an incredibly brutal situation for the Warriors now looking ahead. You're talking about Steph and Draymond Green as the only two real linchpins on this Warrior franchise that are going to be healthy on Game 1. We don't know who will be on the team, first of all, because both Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant are unrestricted free agents. But both of them may well sit out for the entirety of next season. Maybe both will come back at the end of the year. Uh, but this is uh, this is unprecedented, really. And so anybody who signs these two guys, whoever it's going to be, primarily is paying $30 million plus for neither man to actually play next year. It could be the Warriors. 
which would soak up almost all of their free money, which means do the Warriors even hardly make the playoffs with Steph Curry and Draymond Green? They're going to have an incredible burden on them, those two guys on the court this uh, this coming fall. Uh, it's wild to even think about. Uh, now, nevertheless, the Warriors went out like absolute champions, ringing every possible ounce of ability uh, from themselves down the stretch. Klay Thompson was so good, by the way, in Game 6. He scored 30 points and still finished as the leading scorer in the game, even though he didn't score a single point in the final 13 minutes and change of this game. But what did it sound like uh, down the uh, down the stretch of this game? Well, the Warriors got an incredible look with nine seconds left. Danny Green is potentially would have lived in infamy for a long time if the Toronto Raptors had given up game six and then somehow the Warriors had won game seven. Although, to be fair, I don't know how that would have been possible with the roster that they would have been putting on the floor on the road in game seven against Toronto. But Danny Green with possession, nine seconds left. All he's got to do is just hold on to the ball because the Warriors have to foul. Instead, he tries to make a pass to Pascal Siakam. It ricochets out of bounds. Warriors get the ball back. Clay Thompson, I mean, sorry, Steph Curry gets an incredibly good look. I mean, incredibly good look for the winner. He clangs it off. Everybody's scam- uh, sc- scrambling to try to get the ball. This is what it sounded like. Curry for a three. It's no good. Cousins looks for the rebound. Tipped away by Leonard. He's got stolen by Andre. And a foul. No, a timeout. Warriors don't have a timeout. What's, what's, what that's they a, call That's here. a technical foul and ball to Toronto, and this game is over. The Toronto Raptors are going to be the first team outside of the United States to win the NBA title. So I know a lot of attention immediately shifted to Chris Webber. Difference, obviously, with the Chris Webber game against North Carolina in the Final Four was there were three different Raptors all trying to call timeout here. Uh, I know Draymond Green had possession. I don't know what happened, whether uh, Steve Kerr failed to tell them that they had no timeouts left or what exactly went down. But rolling around on the court, Draymond Green calls a timeout, and that was how it all came to a close. Uh, And uh, this is pretty wild. Uh, Draymond Green, after the game, said, if you think the Golden State Warrior dynasty is over, you're not very smart. I must not be very smart because I don't see any way possible that the Golden State Warrior dynasty is still ongoing. But here's what it sounded like from Draymond Green. Yeah, I think uh, everybody thinks it's kind of the end of us. That's just not smart. Uh, <laughs> We're not done yet. Uh, you know, we, we lost this year. Clearly, this wasn't our year, uh, you know, but it's how the cookie crumbles sometimes. But, yeah, you know, I hear a lot of that noise. It's the end of a run and all that jazz. I don't see it happening, though. We'll be back. If the Warriors are going to be back in the wake of these injuries, it might well have to be not next year, but the year after. And that would require that Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson both sign long-term extensions with the Golden State Warriors. If that happened, remember Draymond Green is up at the end of next season, so then he would also have to sign a long-term extension. All that is certainly possible, but it's a ways away, I think, from the Golden State Warriors being the favorite to win the NBA next year. And in fact, 
with the injuries to the Golden State Warriors, I think it's done something that really nobody else has been able to do. It allowed the rest of the NBA to compete with the Golden State Warriors. Having said that, I've never seen anything like this. To have an NBA Finals come down to two of the best three players suffering season-ending injuries, and possibly it had to happen because I think the way this game was going, the Golden State Warriors win game six. And I think they win game six going away. And that's notwithstanding the brilliance of Fred Van Vliet, of all people, who drained a lot of big shots in the fourth quarter. But I still think the Golden State Warriors would have won going away if Klay Thompson isn't injured. And if that happens, I think they have a really good shot to win game seven, even without Kevin Durant. So I think in order for the Raptors to win this championship, it required both Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson to suffer season-ending injuries which is pretty unbelievable to even contemplate. I don't know what odds you could have gotten uh, at the midpoint of the postseason on the Golden State Warriors losing two of their top players to, to season-ending injuries that may also keep them out of next season. I can't even remember this ever happening before, where you would have the two of the three best players on any team suffer season-ending injuries in the same postseason. I, I, I don't ever remember it occurring, and not just season-ending injuries, because it could be a season-ending injury could be something that takes a month to recover from. Injuries that are so severe that it may keep them out of all of next season. This also puts an incredible damper on NBA free agency because no matter how you slice it, these were two of the top four players that are available in the entirety of the NBA now to be ready to play next season. Now you've got NBA free agency featuring Kawhi Leonard. We'll see what happens with him with... uh, Kyrie Irving seems like he's likely to go to Brooklyn. And then you've got Kimball Walker and you've got, uh, you know, Jimmy Butler, guys that really aren't going to be difference makers for anybody. Anthony Davis, obviously, is still sitting out there as a potential trade uh, partner. But this changes everything in terms of the calculus about who the best teams are in the NBA. Now, we're talking all about injuries and all about that storyline. It is worth mentioning, by the way, yeah, again, the Toronto Raptors win their first title. And this is what it sounded like on the Toronto Raptors radio network as those final seconds ticked off. Cousins inbounds the ball. Curry heaves it at the buzzer. It's no good. Franchise history. League history. The Toronto Raptors are NBA champions. A city. A province. A country celebrates. The NBA championship is due north. The Toronto Raptors win 114-110. After the game, uh, so that's how it ended. Steve Kerr was asked what he heard about Clay Thompson after the injury, and this is what Steve Kerr said. Clay being Clay, he just turned right around and came back and shot the free throws. And, um, you know, we committed the automatic foul to uh, get him out of the game. And he came back and he told me just two minutes. Just You know, I think there was, you know, two minutes left in the third. He said, just a two-minute rest, I'll be ready. And next thing I heard was he was done for the, for the night uh, from Drew Yoder, our trainer. Yet again, Raptors win, but the storyline coming out of the NBA Finals is not who won on the court, it's who was lost on it for potentially all of next year. We'll continue to break this down. We've got a loaded show for you. we got at the Lance Taylor up uh, coming up next, uh, then an hour two, Jeff Schwartz in hour three, Uh, My guy, Chad Withrow, all of those guests still to come, and we are unpacking everything that took place in the NBA Finals last night and also looking ahead 
to what might be on tap for the future. Also, uh, we'll be talking some about the U.S. Open, which was on in primetime last night as well, and uh, what happened on the opening Thursday of the U.S. Open and getting you ready for Friday. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com com slash sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be welcome back geico outkick studios Kawhi leonard now knocks out the miami heat as they go for a three-peat as part of the san antonio spurs and now he knocks out the golden state warriors as they go for a three-peat as part of the toronto raptors now we bring in lance taylor at the lance taylor 
on uh, Twitter. You can find him there, 94 or 5 jocks down in Birmingham. LT, to me, this story, I think probably even 10 or 20 years when you ask me, hey, do you remember that Warriors-Raptors series? I'm going to remember Kevin Durant tearing his Achilles tendon and Clay Thompson tearing his ACL more than I'm going to remember the Raptors winning the title. Do you think that's fair? Is this going to be remembered more as the series where the Warriors collapsed because of their injuries or the one where the Raptors won Canada their first ever NBA Finals? Well, I'll be shocked if we ever see Toronto win another championship. I'm still shocked that they won this one. Look, they were playing out of their minds uh, after Game 2 of the Eastern Conference Finals. But, yeah, I tend to agree with you. I mean, this was a dynasty we had rolling. You know, this had the makings of a Warriors team that realistically should have won five consecutive championships. And if Durant would have been playing, I, Toronto fans can say what they want. Uh, Golden State would have won this championship. So I agree with you. It's not fair to the Raptors, but there is going to be an asterisk here. We're going to remember the injuries. Probably not so much the Clay injury, although I think they would have won last night and we would have had a seventh game if Clay Thompson doesn't go down. Um, just amazing uh, how this thing played out for Golden State. And, you know, ultimately, that might go down as the worst trade in basketball history. When you look at San Antonio, who's viewed as maybe, you know, some of the best ownership and, and front office management in sports, to trade Kawhi Leonard, Danny Green for DeMar DeRozan, Jacob Pirtle, and a first round draft selection. That's especially the case if Kawhi re-ups with Toronto because then it's a highway robbery of the highest magnitude. They already got a title out of it. So even if Kawhi leaves, I feel like no one in Canada can be upset at all, almost like when LeBron left, although LeBron came back for two more years after he won his title. So what happens now if you're Golden State? I mean, that's where you have to turn the page, I think. It's not just that Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson have potentially suffered injuries as late in the season in the final week as you possibly could, putting and imperiling in a large degree any possibility that they could take the court next year, particularly because you have to believe the Warriors would be incredibly sensitive about bringing either of these guys back to the court after the way that that things went down. Um, And what do they do? Do you, do you think Kevin Durant is going to re-up and sign a long-term deal? Will Klay Thompson do the same? And if so, what's the game plan for the Warriors next year where, in theory, it's Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and they got nothing else, man, because I think DeMarcus Cousins probably leaves, but I'm not sure how much DeMarcus Cousins has left anyway. Maybe he gets better in the offseason to where he can actually jump. But to me, DeMarcus Cousins looked like he was finished as a big-time all-star caliber player. Otherwise, outside of Draymond and and Steph, I think you saw it at times, certainly the way the fourth quarter started. There's just not anybody who can score on this Warriors roster. Yeah, I agree with you. For Bob Myers and Golden State, this is a complete nightmare. Klay Thompson would have re-signed, would have gotten his max deal. Uh, Kevin Durant, I think it was 50-50, more than likely, was going to the Nets or the Knicks, so probably was gone. But you still had enough there. We had seen it with back-to-back championships before without Kevin Durant that they still could have possibly been the best team in the NBA and won another NBA championship. But without those two, I totally agree with you. Um, It's just not going to happen. And I I really don't know what you do now um, if you're Bob Myers in Golden State. I mean, it's almost like you feel obligated to do whatever you can for Kevin Durant. Again, I don't think Klay Thompson was going to go anywhere, but a best-case scenario – 
we're not going to see these guys until the 2020, 2021 season. So it's kind of amazing um, the parity we're going to have in basketball next year. You know, irregardless, I, I just don't think Toronto, who just won this championship, even if Kawhi comes back, they're not going to be your favorites next year. I don't know who's going to be your favorites. Yeah, I don't have any idea either. I think the Lakers will get a lot of money as soon as Anthony Davis comes in, but I'm still not sure if you look at that Laker roster with what they'll have to give up in order to get Anthony Davis. They're going to go out and have to sign a lot of guys probably who are veterans and and give them different roles on the team. And I'm just not sure how well LeBron and Anthony Davis really work together. I mean, that's a question that not a lot of people have asked. But when you look at LeBron's game and you put it pair it with Anthony Davis's game, to me, the guy that LeBron needs the most is somebody who is like a Clay Thompson. I've been saying this for a long time. If you were trying to project the absolute best player to complement LeBron James, it would be a stone-cold assassin, spot-up shooter who can get open and LeBron can find him all the time, right? Like, if LeBron, to be honest... I agree with you. Yeah, played with Steph and Clay, that'd be the best trio you could possibly have. Look, Clay Thompson grew up a Lakers fan. Obviously, his father played there. I always thought that was going to be the best fit. And, you know, to to pair that, to have a really good... You know, even uh, even Ray John Rondo, if if you would have had, like, a Rondo running the point... And then you bring in a guy like Mark Gasol, just you know, using him at the trade deadline, what like Toronto did. If you had a big that actually could stretch defenses with a Clay Thompson, that's the type of roster you need around LeBron. I'm kind of like you, as good as Anthony Davis is. Ultimately, I don't know how this thing works, and I don't know the pieces that you're going to have to give up. More than likely, Lonzo Ball is going to be out. Brandon Ingram, who I think is getting better and better, and that's probably going to be like a D'Angelo Russell situation. Once Ingram leaves, he's going to become an all-star. You know, they want to hold on to Kuzma, but I just don't know what the roster is going to look like. But, again, it's going to be so wide open. And, you know, looking at Las Vegas odds, they've got, in some shops, the Lakers down to 5-1 to one to win the championship next year just based on speculation that AD will go to the Lakers. Yeah, I, I think this is, uh, this is wild to think about. Now, um, again, we talked about the, uh, the, the way this story is going to be remembered. Can you ever remember – two players of this high of quality and caliber getting injured in a postseason in any sport? Because I'm trying to think about it. Maybe you guys out there listening can think of it. Uh, You can tweet me at Clay Travis. I just, I mean, Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant are two of the, what, 15 best players beyond a shadow of a doubt, I think, in the NBA. And I know Clay gets overshadowed some because of Steph and because of, uh, of Durant. But in terms of his ability to take over games, I think anybody who says he's not a top 15 player is crazy. I can't ever remember seeing something like this happen where both guys are not just, and I'm not talking about just like injured and, hey, you might be out for a series, but you're going to be back in a month. It's just that the timing is bad from the postseason. I'm talking about season-ending injuries. I just, I don't ever remember it happening. Yeah, it's not even close to an example. No idea. Right? Really, no, no, no idea. Without precedent, uh, to me, I, I can't even contemplate anything. I mean, and, and you kind of hinted at it with both these guys out. Now, there's some possibility if you're a Warriors fan, you could hold out hope. You know what? These guys, let's pretend that they get healthy and they come back at the end of March. We find our way into the postseason. By the time that playoffs start, is it possible that these guys could be starting to round into shape such that it wouldn't matter where we finished as long as we got into the postseason? I'm sure that will be a storyline. But if you are the Warriors, and let's say that Durant and Klay Thompson both re-up with you, 
Is there any way that this franchise in particular, having lost both these guys the way it has, brings them back next year as part of rehab? Or do they just say, screw it, we're not bringing these guys back for another season? Yeah, I, I don't know. You know, again, this is going to be one of the more fascinating. You know, it's going to be such a fascinating summer with the big free agents to begin with, and now you've got this this sub storyline with Golden State and what they actually do with these guys. I mean, I, I feel comfortable, Clay. I don't know about you, but going on record, it's easy to say now. I don't. I don't think we see another Golden State championship. I just. I don't see it. I mean, I don't think those guys are going to play next year. Um, I don't know if one or both or or either will play with Golden State again. And as good as as Steph can be, and by the way, he wasn't good last night, um, he's not going to be able to get it done on his own. I mean, look, Draymond is a terrific guy that can do a ton of different things. But when you're asking Draymond to to carry some of the offensive load, uh, to be that that, that next guy, the the B to the A of uh, Steph Curry, uh, it's just not going to happen. So I feel really comfortable in saying Golden State's run is over. I know that's easy to say today, but I just don't see them winning another championship. Some people on Twitter now say and Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love, but I'm talking about injured. Like Those guys were both ready, if I remember correctly, to come back at the start of the next season. So it may be unfortunate that you get dinged up or that you have injury situations, but I'm talking about season ending. Like You might miss the whole next year caliber injuries as opposed to injuries that just happen that knock you out of a postseason run for a little while. I, I don't, and it just happens to happen at a bad time. I, I, just, I don't remember anything games, like this. As you mentioned, back-to-back games in the NBA Finals where you lost two top 15 guys for probably over a year, both of these guys. And both of them are unrestricted free agents, which adds even more ridiculousness to the drama. Because yeah. now we're talking about, like, but neither one of these guys probably going to play or be that impactful in terms of who wins the championship next year, neither Clay nor Durant, which means that NBA free agency, there will still be drama about where Durant and Clay uh, decide to go, in particular whether they sign any kind of long term extension, because it's possible that the Warriors feel obligated to give both of them long-term extensions, and it could be the best option that either guy has purely from a business perspective. But regardless... All this talk about how NBA free agency was going to impact the offseason in terms of championship odds, I feel like Kawhi's going to re-up in Toronto, and it looks like Kyrie Irving may go to Brooklyn or the Nets, but the end result is going to be, other than Anthony Davis, I'm not sure there's a player that's going to move that's going to impact the overall title odds at all. Well, I think it could be Kawhi. You know, I think it's easy you to still say think, now that he's, What would you bet on now for Kawhi? Do you think with the championship he feels like, hey, I can leave, or do you think he's going to stay in Toronto now? Well, here's the way I would sell it. You know, he's a California guy, and I think he's always wanted to play either for the Clippers or the Lakers, and it seems more likely the Clippers now when you look at the Clippers roster. You know, this is a team that I really think with Kawhi Leonard could make a huge splash, and they ultimately – Clay, if he was to sign with Doc Rivers and the Clippers, they could be your favorite next year in the West. It's wild. And and just imagine this. I mean, I never thought growing up, I don't think a lot of people that are under the age of 30 realize how bad this Clippers organization was. It was the worst, not in the NBA, but in, in sports, in the entirety of sports. And if he was to win a championship and an NBA Finals MVP with San Antonio, then win one with Toronto there first, and then go to the Clippers and win a championship – we forget how good Kawhi Leonard is or was 
We saw it again in this postseason, and if he was able to do that, we'd start talking about him as a top 15 guy all time just based on accomplishment. What do you think people in San Antonio are feeling this morning as they wake up? You got Greg Popovich, who is maybe the greatest coach in NBA history, certainly one of the greatest coaches in NBA history. And other than Phil Jackson, I can't think of anybody who would really have an argument to be, uh, in terms of longevity and impact, the equivalent of Popovich. Yet he may have the best overall player that the Spurs have ever had, right? And that's saying something I understand with Tim Duncan and with uh, David Robinson. But I think Kawhi is on that caliber of trajectory right now. I mean, it's not inconceivable that next year, given the injuries to Durant and Klay Thompson, that Kawhi, like you said, could be on the team that's favored to win another championship next year and could be the best player in the entirety of the NBA. If that happens, don't you look back at San Antonio and say, my God, how did we? How did this happen? Like, how did the best coach of his era in Greg Popovich and potentially the greatest basketball player in terms of talent to ever play for San Antonio not find a way to get uh, that relationship ironed out? Yeah, and you know, and I forgot exactly how the drama went down, and I think maybe Kawhi's uncle was involved, and you know, the way the rehab was going, and team doctors and his own doctors, and I know there was a lot of drama there, uh, but yeah, it is, and and you wonder if just medically there was opinions um, from other people that Kawhi was never going to be the same player, and boy, were they wrong on that. But yeah, if you're a Spurs fan, I tell you what's hard to digest the fact that. You've got arguably the greatest coach in NBA history. And since Pop has won a championship, Ty Lue and Nick Nurse now as head coaches have NBA championships. That is pretty wild. I mean, the Nick Nurse story in and of itself is is fairly incomprehensible to think about all the things that he went through. Uh, I mean, he was coaching basketball in Britain. He signed signed Dennis Rodman to a one-game contract in Britain that violated British Basketball Association rules, and he had, he got he got stripped of that win. But they had Kevin, they had Dennis Rodman sign like at the age of forty four or forty five to play a game. And prior to uh, the last couple of years, that was the stunt that he was most known for. And then he comes in and he finds a way to get past uh, Steve Kerr. Now maybe this is the equivalent of a you know heavyweight fighter who knocks out a champ. You know. Maybe this is the Buster Douglas of the NBA where everything kind of went their way and they would have had no business in winning otherwise. Maybe it's like uh, our fat guy Ruiz knocking out uh, uh, Joseph. But it's, uh, it, it's, it's pretty wild to think about that the Raptors got this done. And maybe, you know, maybe we're wrong. Maybe in 10 or 20 years, people kind of forget about the Durant injury and they forget about the Clay injury. It's hard to know what will be the most memorable. But I tend to think this final is going to be remembered for those injuries more than it's going to be remembered for the for the Raptor title. Yeah, and I, and I agree with you, Clay. Just imagine, if, and somebody in this world probably happened, they went down and they went in, they got hit in the head, they went into a coma after Milwaukee went up 2-0 in that Eastern Conference Finals, and they woke up today, or they're going to wake up today, and they're going to see that Toronto won the NBA championship. And I just, I still don't know how this thing happened. Yeah, I mean, it's a good point because not only did Toronto win the NBA championship, but if you think about it, uh, they, they, didn't they have to win in double overtime in game three against the Bucks? They did, and then you go back to game seven against Philadelphia and the miraculous Kawhi oh, yeah. shot just to get out of that series. I mean, this all came together for Toronto, and I give them credit. And, uh, I mean, look, defensively, the way they played, obviously Kawhi played out of his mind. 
Um, but I'm still just blown away the Raptors have a championship. It is. But, I mean, I think if you're in the NBA this morning, you're waking up, and this is the first time in a long time where you think if you're a fan of another team, maybe there's a possibility we could make a run too, which I think is a positive for the NBA overall, even if losing Durant and Clay is devastating, I think, uh, in the uh, potential long run. Good stuff as always, LT. Uh, We'll talk to you next week. Enjoy the weekend. See you, Clay. There was a bit of a mess as one of the Toronto Raptors executives tried to get to the floor to celebrate the Raptor championship last night, and it could lead to some charges being filed. Uh, We'll tell you what that uh, involves when we come back. Plus, JJ in Seattle wants to weigh in. No telling how this is going to go. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation. 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome back, Geico Outkick Studios. It's a little bit confusing uh, because you can't really tell exactly what's going on. Uh, but in the immediate aftermath of the win by the Toronto Raptors, uh, the uh, president, GM, the guy who made the trade for Kawhi Leonard, um, Masai Ujiri, is trying to get onto the court. He doesn't have a credential and one of the deputies tried to stop him because he didn't have a credential, and he evidently struck the uh, the official. So this is from the uh, NBC Bay Area. Sheriff's deputy reportedly pushed and struck in the face by a man believed to be uh, Masai Ujiri. Uh, sheriffs are calling the incident a misdemeanor battery on an officer, and they, along with the Oakland Police Department, are investigating the matter. Uh, officials plan to officers plan to hand the case to the district attorney. This could all factor in uh, because Ujiri right now, according to Adrian Wojnarowski, right after the NBA uh, finals, that the Washington Wizards were potentially going to offer him $10 million a year to take over their franchise. So we'll see what ends up happening there, but that is a story worth following. There's no video that I've been able to see that shows you exactly what happened, but you can see the immediate aftermath uh, where Ujiri does not have a credential on, and uh, so you can understand why, if you're trying to protect the court uh, from people rushing onto it, why only people who have credentials would be let on, and also why a police officer would not, it's not like this guy is Kawhi Leonard, uh, why this police officer would not necessarily know who this individual is that's trying to get on the court. I don't think most of you listening right now would know who Masai Ujiri is. So we'll see what ends up happening there. In the meantime, JJ wants to weigh in. JJ, what you got for us? Oh, man, I'm just, you know, I like to talk about the Seattle Supersonics. Yeah. I mean, that's an imaginary team right now. Yes. You know, but uh, if KD (laughs) and Westbrook were there right now on Harden, I mean, how many championships do you think that the uh, Seattle Supersonics will have right now, Clay? They might still be a franchise. Pardon? What do you think you're going to remember, JJ? The Warrior and uh, the Warrior injuries to Durant and to Clay, or the Raptors winning a title? What wasn't that? Wasn't that a little funny though? Like Clay got hurt. Well, first of all, in Game Five. Uh, KD got hurt, and then Clay got hurt in game. Six, what what game that was that? Game night. one? Yeah, that was, game two? Do the math. You said game okay, five. What game comes two, after five? And then uh, <laughs> it, was, it was the same calf, the right calf, but you know. Oh, you're talking about Clay was hurt on. in game game uh, game three to begin. We got hurt in game two. Yeah, thanks for the call. Too, I've been man. drinking a little bit. Yeah. I, yeah, I can tell. You and a lot of other Warrior fans. <laughs> Let's see, Kawhi. Uh, you got traded to the Toronto Raptors. People are saying it might be the end of your career. What do you think about that, Kawhi? 
<laughs> Kawhi, I know that uh, you know Raptor fans got in trouble for cheering when Kevin Durant went down, but you probably saw. What did you think about that? <laughs> Kawhi, your GM and president may have gotten an altercation with a police officer trying to get on the court to celebrate your win. What do you think about that? <laughs> Ka- Kawhi, you uh, have now ended a uh, a potential three-peat for LeBron in the Heat and for Steph and Clay and Draymond and everybody else on the Golden State Warriors. What do you think about that? <laughs> I don't know that's ever that that is ever going to get old. The Kawhi Leonard evil genius uh, laugh that uh, that that would seem to be perfect for uh, for any uh, for anybody trying to take over the world. Instead, Kawhi Leonard has taken over the NBA world. When we come back. We'll talk about this question, which I think is a good one. What does Kawhi do now? Because if you just started talking with at the Lance Taylor. He has the potential to go to a third different team now and win a championship and. I feel like now he's got a free pass to leave Toronto, remain a legend in Toronto forever, and not be judged in a negative fashion if he decides he wants to go to L.A. Effectively, he's got to get out of Toronto card, and he can play it for free with no negative recourse long-term because he finally did something nobody else could do. Now, it's also possible he looks around the NBA and says, man, I can basically play Kingmaker now for next season. If somebody has space to be able to sign me, wherever I go should be the favorite to win the NBA title. This is assuming he doesn't go to the Knicks. But think about it. When you assume, and I think it's fair to assume, that Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson are both out for next season, Kawhi Leonard right now, really, as he surveys the the landscape as an unrestricted free agent, if he goes to the Clippers, I think they may well be the favorite to win the championship next year. If he went to, say, the Brooklyn Nets... I think they might be the favorite to win the championship next year. If he went to the Lakers, I think they might be the favorite to win the championship next year. Wherever Kawhi Leonard goes, and if he stays with the Toronto Raptors, it's possible Toronto is the favorite to win next year. But if he moves to a more talented team, which is certainly in the realm of possibility, Kawhi Leonard could be the ultimate kingmaker this year in terms of bestowing a favorite in the NBA. We'll continue to discuss it next on OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Live from the Geico OutKick Studios. All right, when you think about what happened in this series a decade from now, for those of you waking up right now, just turning on the radio, Big news that you may just now be hearing. Clay Thompson, last night, attempting a dunk, comes down awkwardly after being fouled by Danny Green, tears his ACL, according to Adrian Wojnarowski, which means that two of the three biggest stars on the Golden State Warriors, Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant, both featured not just series-ending injuries in back-to-back games, but season-ending potentially for the next year injuries, a snapped Achilles tendon for Kevin Durant, and a torn ACL for Klay Thompson. My poll question that is up for you guys right now, and I think it's an interesting one, which is going to be more memorable in 10 years about this Warriors-Raptors series? The Raptors winning a title or 
the Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson injuries, which one do you think you will remember more? To me, this is a no-brainer. This series is going to be, for me, about Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson's injuries. Because I think if both these guys are healthy, this is not even remotely a close series. I think the Warriors come out and win this thing in five games, and they may have gotten the sweep. We got a little preview of what it might have been like in the first quarter of Game 5 when Kevin Durant came out and we saw what the Warriors would have resembled on the offensive side of the ball and how much better they would have been. I think if Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson had just been healthy for Games 5, 6, and 7, the Warriors would have won this series. Heck, I think if Klay Thompson doesn't get hurt at the end of Game 6 into the third quarter, I think the Warriors win Game 6 And I think they might well have won Game 7 even without Kevin Durant. That's how much I think even just Klay Thompson can make a difference in this series. Hell, I think the Warriors probably win Game 3 if Klay Thompson is able to play when Steph went off for 47. Because if Klay Thompson is any good at all in that game, I think there's a good chance that the Warriors would have won that one too. So look, I think that the Raptors are uh, certainly a good team. And I think they got the most fortunate in terms of injury situation breakdown that I have ever seen. Because I believe that the Raptors ended up winning this series because of the injuries to Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson. And we'll have plenty of time to, to kind of discuss this going forward about what does it mean? Do we think Clay and KD are going to re-up with the Golden State Warriors? How do you even assess basketball free agency, as I just said at the end of hour one? Possibility that right now Kawhi Leonard is a kingmaker and wherever he goes is going to lead to a championship. But right now with 1,500 votes in the first couple of minutes on our poll question, you can find me on Twitter at Clay Travis. Which do you think you'll remember more in 10 years about this Warrior Raptor series? 54% of you are saying the Kevin Durant and Clay injuries. Danny G, which do you think you'll remember more in a decade? The Raptor title or the Warrior injuries? Definitely the Warrior injuries. And it's unfortunate because, like you said, the Raptors are a really good deep squad. But they got all the breaks in this series. I think the only thing where they didn't get a good look or a good break is not winning in Toronto. Because instead all we got was them cutting to Jurassic Park with Drake on the stage hugging the guys there that he was with, really bear-hugging guys, which was a little uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> but yeah, enough Drake on my TV screen. But that's the only thing that didn't go in Toronto's favor was them having to win on the road. I'm going to obviously think a lot about Durant's injury, and even more so Clay Thompson, because how amazing was he when he came back from Game the initial? Clay. Yeah. I mean, he, he was, I think, look, I, I bet on lock it in, and maybe this is the curse, I took Kevin Durant to be MVP of the series when he was coming back for Game 5. He snaps his Achilles tendon. He's out for the, the the rest of the series and obviously much of next year, if not all of it. Then I took Klay Thompson on Lock It In to be MVP at 60-1 to 1 odds, I think I got. And I was thinking, I was almost about to, to text uh, Sal and Furman during this game and say, hey, Klay really might win MVP of the series because he was on his way to scoring 40 in Game 6. I think that's fair. I mean, he had 30 with two minutes left in the third quarter when he went out with that injury, and he still ended up the high scorer in the game, and he didn't even play in the fourth quarter. 
I think there's a very good chance he would have gone for 40 in game six. I think the Warriors would have won. And then if the Warriors had come out and won game seven, I think on Sunday it would have had to be because of how Clay and Steph played. And in particular, Clay Thompson, if you look at his stats, his shooting and the stretch, that the run that he was on, he was draining everything. And a lot of people are going to remember that uh, that injury that uh, that he got. But to me, late in the third quarter, he had a quintessential Clay Thompson shot where he came down on a one-man fast break. There's three Raptors back. Two of them are on him. And he pulls up and just drains a three. And uh, when he made those two free throws, if I'm not mistaken, that put the Warriors up five, which would have been uh, equaled their biggest lead throughout that series, uh, throughout, sorry, throughout uh, game six. And I felt like, I don't know about you guys, but I felt like the Warriors were close to pulling away. And I think they would have if Klay Thompson had been able to uh, to stay healthy in this series and play the fourth quarter. I think they would have won. I think we'd be going back to Toronto for a game seven. Yep. What about you, uh, Eddie Garcia? Which do you think you'll remember more, the Warrior injuries or the Raptor title? I think it's a great question because I think as time goes on, we tend to forget things that happen in the moment. But... I'm gonna have to agree with you guys. I think it's I think it's the injuries, and it's not Toronto's fault. I know their fans will probably bristle at this that we're shorting them and that we're not giving them the credit they deserve. But the facts are the facts. <laughs> you, you lose two of your top players, and it goes to six games. Probably should have gone to seven if Clay Thompson doesn't get hurt. There's no way you don't remember that, and you don't think that's a huge factor in the uh, in the outcome. And it's not just injuries. Because I think if you know one of them had had like a strained, uh, you know, if we had just stuck with a strained calf and Kevin Durant was coming back 100% healthy for game one of next season, and if Clay Thompson's hamstring had kept him out, but then he comes back for the first game of game seven, or sorry, of game one of next season, I think you remember vaguely the fact that they had injuries, but they aren't sort of the cataclysmic season-ending injuries which frankly don't happen all that often to superstars in the NBA, right? The season-ending injury to a superstar happens a lot more in the NFL than it does in the NBA. By and large, I know you can point to exceptions uh, to this rule and guys who are superstars that have missed entire seasons in the NBA, but they're they're the exception rather than the rule. Um, And so to have both these guys go out in back-to-back games not just for the series to be over, but for the series to be over and the next season, I think leans me to believe that much more memorable a decade from now will be the fact that the Warriors had these double injuries than that the Raptors won. I think when you think back on this series a decade from now, what is immediately going to come to mind is the KD injury and also the Clay Thompson injury and not as much the Raptors winning the title. You buy into that, Roberto? Uh, no, not really, because I think that uh, injuries are just uh, part of the game. And 2015, when the Warriors won, they wa- they won it in the expense of Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love not playing. In 89, nobody talks about Yeah, but hold on. But hold on. And when the Warriors won in 2015, uh, and they won in, I guess it was five games, right, uh, the first year with Kevin Durant. Is that, which, one, which year are you talking about? When... Yeah. Uh, when uh, when the Warriors won their very first title? Yeah, that was the first one, yeah. So you don't think that they would have won that series if the Cavs had been completely healthy? Oh, no way. I don't think so. Yeah, see, I'm, the way they changed things, they got down 2-1 in that series, and then they came back in a in a substantial fashion. I tend to think that uh, that the Warriors were the better team that year, um, personally. Now, maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but I definitely think 
I don't even think there's Raptor fans out there right now that would argue if Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant are 100% healthy for this series. I don't just think the Warriors win. I think they might sweep the Raptors. That's how much difference I think health in this situation can mean. So when I talk about health, a lot of times I look at you know what would have otherwise happened if everybody had been healthy. The one, the one team that I think you can point to that the Warriors benefited from, it's possible last year that the Houston Rockets beat uh, the Warriors if Chris Paul stays healthy and doesn't have his ha- hamstring issue. But then again, this next year, this past year we just saw, the R- Rockets come back 100% healthy and they can't get past the Warriors even without Kevin Durant. So um, I tend to think that the Warriors have been the better team each of the last five years. Now, they lost and gave up a 3-1 series lead to the Cavs, and they lost uh, and lost this one, which is less of their concern or uh, less of their own doing because of the injury situation. But I tend to think that in the NBA Finals for each of the last five years, the Warriors have been the better team. Whether the Warriors will even get back to the NBA Finals again, it's a big question. I also remember a game, I'll remember game six as uh... – Clay Thompson carrying the the Warriors there. If it wasn't for Clay Thompson, they probably would have lost by like ten or fifty points because Curry was wasn't too good in that in that game. This last night, yeah, yeah. Curry, I I think Curry was was starting to uh, to crumble under the weight of having to carry this team for as much time as he did. Uh, I think the benefit, I believe, and I said this when when Kevin Durant got hurt, the number one benefit to Kevin Durant being on the Warriors, in addition to the fact that he might be the best basketball player in the world is he alleviates a lot of the stress load on everybody else on the offensive end of the of the court. So Steph and Clay and everybody else, I mean, you watch Steph Curry on a possession. He runs so much. When you have Kevin Durant on the court and you know that Kevin Durant's got the ability to ISO and get a good shot against an opponent, Steph Curry doesn't have to work as hard. He can relax a lot on the basketball court. And I think while we're talking about the Steph Curry and and – Clay uh, Thompson injuries, another part of this season is going to be the amount of quote-unquote load management that the Raptors allowed Kawhi Leonard in order to rest. And there are going to be, I think, a lot of NBA players who are saying, why would I play 82 games when I could play 65 and be 100% healthy when the postseason gets here? And I think that's going to be a bigger challenge to the NBA going forward is that in many ways – the, the result for the Raptors validated the decision not to play your stars as many games as has been traditionally uh, happening in the NBA. I think there are a lot of stars out there that say, you know what, I don't want to go 82, I'll go 65. And I think the NBA has got a significant issue if other star players start to make those same arguments that they shouldn't be out there and playing as many minutes as uh, as they have been historically. Uh, all right, when we come back, we'll talk to Jeff Schwartz. We'll see what he thinks about this entire storyline. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Redestein tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their redestein test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Welcome back, Geico Outkick Studios. Bringing in now Jeff Schwartz. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at Jeff Schwartz. Sometimes he sits in uh, with Jason Martin when uh, I am out. Uh, and I'm going to start with this question for you, Jeff. And this is our poll question that's up right now. Do you think in 10 years you'll remember more about the Warriors' injuries for Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson or the Raptors winning this series? I think we'll remember this more for the injuries, but that does not take away the championship the Raptors won, right? I mean, the banner is going to read 2018-19 champions. It's not going to say asterisk Warriors got injured, right? I mean, the Raptors won this series. They deserved it. They they were better. They won three road games um, in this series. Pretty remarkable. Oracle Arena ends with three straight uh, losses, which is remarkable because that team is so good over the years at home. And by the way, um, not just a Oracle, but five straight road losses, I mean road wins in the NBA Finals period because the only game the yeah. home team won 
was game one that the Raptors won. Then the Warriors, remember, won on the road. Right. Then they lost two straight at home, and then the Warriors won on the road again, So and then they lost at home. So of the six games, five of them were won by the road team, five in a row. Right, right. So uh, remembering this series for the Warriors' injuries does not take away the Raptors' championship. I know people last night were arguing, well, they didn't have – KD and they didn't have Clay uh, in this game. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. They won the championship. You can't take it away. But we have a situation where two franchise players, right, two future Hall of Famers, both uh, got injured and will miss the following season most likely um, in this series. Uh, and it also changes frequency, right, because we know Kevin Durant obviously uh, can leave and he might opt in for the $31 million. Uh, he might go to New York. They might max him out in, in Oakland. Uh, and then Clay Thompson's a free agent, too. And, um, you know, he was probably going to resign with the Warriors. It's probably still going to happen. But two players now with, uh, with, with terrible injuries. And we, we almost never see that in the NBA, right? I mean, there's some freak injuries, but to see two players on the same team, especially great players, right? A lot of the time, great players are great because they, they don't get hurt. Um, and Clay and KD, for most of their careers, have not been terribly hurt. And now they are. So this, this series will always be remembered, I think, for that, but does not take away the Raptors championship. Do you think the Warriors will ever get back to the NBA Finals? Uh, probably not. Um, you're going to have a, just a much different team. Uh, and, you know, dynasties typically end um, leaving everyone kind of uh, unsatisfied uh, because they, they end for, you know, Either either you know, players griping with each other and they have to break up uh, the money situation, right? Everyone needs to get paid at some point, or injuries. And this is kind of, I think, the last two, right? Is that is that players want to get paid, and you know, Draymond wants to get paid eventually. He's probably going to end up leaving after this year. KD might want to have his own team in New York or Brooklyn, wherever he goes. Um, you know, Clay's going to want to get paid, which hurts the entire you know organization because you can't uh, you know bring in some role players. So I think that the Warriors are probably done. Um, uh, and it's a great dynasty. What they won was four championships, three titles in five years, three titles in five years. Um, pretty amazing run, uh, and uh, it's it's good. It's done. They're moving to San Francisco now. They're going to be a different organization. Do you think Kawhi Leonard will stay in Toronto or leave? I think that Kawhi will. Oh, geez, it makes it, it makes it easier for him to leave now uh, because you know, when the, you know, he delivered a championship. I probably think he leaves. I mean, I think that he is. He did, he did what he had to do. He won his championship in Toronto for for the Raptors. Um, he's a hero now in in Canada, and now he can go play in, in warm Los Angeles, uh, where he obviously has that house in San Diego, and um, you know he could kind of build up maybe a dynasty for the Clippers. Uh, I don't think he's going to the Lakers. It doesn't seem that way. All right. So if Kawhi Leonard is going to leave the Raptors. Isn't he now the kingmaker for next season with the Kevin Durant injury and the Clay Thompson injury, which effectively takes those guys out as free agents who can move? We assume that the Lakers or the Celtics or somebody is going to give up a king's ransom to get Anthony Davis. But I really don't think that unless Anthony Davis goes to, for instance, the Boston Celtics, Wherever he goes, I don't think that they are going to be the favorites to win the title. Or if Laker fans are just delusional, I don't think they should be the favorites to win the title because I don't think that LeBron and Kev- and uh, Anthony Davis really play that well together. Like I don't think Anthony Davis complements LeBron James's game as well as somebody like honestly Clay Thompson would have personally. Because I think if you think about LeBron James, he can break down a defense and what does he want? Shooters on the outside. It feels to me like Clay Thompson would be the perfect fit 
for a LeBron James uh, offense. But leaving all that aside, doesn't Kawhi have the ability to play kingmaker here if he leaves Toronto? If he goes to the Clippers, I think there's the argument that the Clippers are the best team in the NBA next year. I mean, legitimately, if you look at what they did without him and think about the difference that he could make. I think if he went to the Lakers, strong argument the Lakers could be the best team in the NBA. I think if he went to the to the uh, Brooklyn Nets, strong argument the Brooklyn Nets could be the best team in the NBA. Those are three teams with a cap space to be able to sign him. Doesn't he have the ability now to kind of dictate who should be the favorite in the NBA based on where he goes if he decides to leave? 100%. And I want to piggyback on your Clay, the Lakers company. I'm obviously a Lakers fan. I've been saying for six months now that Clay is the guy the Lakers need now. Doesn't mean he wants to go there. Now he's obviously hurt. But you know, his dad is a color analyst for the Lakers. His dad played for the Lakers. Um, I mean, there's obviously some, some bloodlines there. I mean, he is, and you're right, he is the guy the Lakers need. And I would have gone after 100,000% with all my energy. I mean, he is a guy that you spot up shooter for LeBron. He'll space the floor out. You're right about LeBron and AD playing together, right? I mean, LeBron's a guy who wants to get to the lane. Now you have a big old center in, in, in your way. Who's not, not a great that. outside shooter who can suddenly right. clear out. Correct. Like, I mean, Kevin Love, people wanted to rip Kevin Love, but he actually fit LeBron's game pretty well because Kevin Love had a good inside-outside game, and so he could finish inside if he got the ball. But he was also such an incredible spot-up shooter that he could get out of the lane and free it up and drag his big man out and give LeBron the ability to get to the, the rim. And same thing he did for Kyrie, honestly. He was also, and oh, he still is an exceptional passer, too, so he's able to yes. move the offense uh, with the ball. So, yeah, I think if Kawhi, uh, I think Kawhi, wherever he chooses, will probably be the favorite. I mean, you're right about the Clippers. You add him in that, in that mix. You know, you add, you know, Anthony Davis, LeBron, and Kuzma, if they're able to keep Kuzma, is not a bad team. I mean, I think that you have to, you know, obviously get some other role players possibly, get a little younger. Um, but to your point, LeBron and, and AD probably don't play well together. Uh, I don't, I don't really think Kawhi's going to Brooklyn. Doesn't sound like it. Um, I'm not sure that I know the New York media market would fit Kawhi very well. You know, LA is a lot more laid back. Um, you know, they're the very, Clippers are. If he were with the Lakers, it would be a disaster. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't really know though. I think that that the LA is so starved for a winner, and they're not like I think in New York. The New York media is way more rude about players than the LA media is. There's a lot of pressure to win in Los Angeles, but. Uh, they, they're, I think they're more um, they're more able to adapt to a star. If that makes sense, I, I just think that you don't have that in New York. I mean, there's going to be just it's going to be rough for Kawhi with his with his personality. Um, but the Clippers, I think, is the perfect fit for him. I think that's where he's going to end up, which is crazy because the Clippers never get anybody over the Lakers. I mean, this is like it, this is a first when when the Clippers are the hot team uh, in Los Angeles. Almost has never happened. And then you could end up in a situation where Kawhi Leonard could try to win a third title with a third different team. And if he did it already with the Raptors, who'd never done it before, you could only imagine having grown up in L.A., how improbable would it be if the Clippers won an NBA title? Just a single one. <laughs> it'd be amazing. There'd be, oh, man, there'd be so many bad luck Clipper fans. There'd be people that just don't even like the Clippers. It's just the, the way L.A. does it. I remember going to Clipper games, Clay, at the sports arena as a kid. They were very cheap. It was like eight dollars to sit like in row four of a yeah. Clippers game. You know, they won twenty games a year. The sports arena was in a terrible part of town. Uh, I have a lot of memories of, of going to a lot of Clipper games as a kid, just because they're cheap and it's fun to go to. You, you, know, you always go to watch the the other the other opponent. So um, a lot of fun times as a kid. Be, yeah, wild to see them 
uh, in the Staples Center. I mean, think about this, Clay. There's a third tenant in a building, right? The Lakers are yes. one. The Kings are two. The Clippers are third. Like, the Clippers have third billing for scheduling. That's why they have, like, weird start times for games on the weekends because the Lakers are first, the Kings are second, the Clippers are third. The third team in the building might be the team that's, that's the best right now. It's pretty wild to think about. Uh, we're talking to Jeff Schwartz. Let's go to the NFL for a minute. Do you buy into this story that Baker Mayfield getting confronted kind of over what he said about Duke Johnson and uh, and everything surrounding that story is a valid and important story, or is this much ado about nothing? It's probably on the much ado about nothing scale, but I believe it's true. And I wrote about this this week, and I think it's, it's a interesting to look at in the NFL. Freddie Kitchens, for being a first-year head coach, is under the most pressure maybe ever for a first-year head coach. Normally, first-year head coaches come into a mess, right? Your team is 2-14, and 14, you're 3-13, and 13, you're roster-churning. There's no expectations whatsoever, even for coaches that are good, right? I, like, I, went, I was in Kansas City when Andy Reid showed up. We were two, they were 2-14 and 14 a year before. I mean, there was no expectation, and Peyton Manning was, was, was with the Broncos, and they were good. I mean, it just was like, all right, well, let's, let's be better than 2-14. and 14. The, the Browns fans expect them to win this year. Vegas has them as the third best odds to win the AFC and the sixth best odds to win the Super Bowl. Well, I don't know Vegas per se, but, but basically you know, offshore books, whatever it is. That, that's wild, right? For a team that was 0-16 two years ago and for first-year head coach. So he's got to manage a lot of these personalities. And the thing about Baker is that I know people say, well, well Baker is being Baker, right? And, and that's, that's who he is. But he acts differently than other quarterbacks. And I think when you look at quarterbacks, it's a special position, right? We have to judge quarterbacks differently than we judge other position groups. They have a special place in sports and in football, the most important position in all sports. And I think it's a little bit concerning just kind of his, just the, how emotional Baker can be, right? Uh, you're speaking about a teammate like that. You would never hear another quarterback. We've never heard another quarterback really talk about, especially a second-year quarterback who really hasn't even earned the right to talk about another teammate like that. This is Tom Brady or Peyton Manning or Drew Brees. Yeah, maybe you'd listen a little bit more to him. This is his second year now, talking about a player's contract situation. Um, he's in a running feud with Colin Coward, which is just outrageous to me that a player would care so much to continually answer a radio. He, he cares enough him. about Colin Coward, by the way, that somehow Baker Mayfield has blocked me on Twitter. I barely even talked about him. I don't think I've said hardly anything negative. I don't even know how he sought me out. I mean, in all honesty, I, I'm saying I don't know that I've ever tweeted Baker Mayfield. I don't think I've ever had a quote unquote hot take, which was critical of Baker Mayfield. Um, so, I mean, he is all up in his feels to such an extent that he is some for some reason. Maybe it's just he's bl- bl- uh, you know blanket blocking everyone from Fox Sports Radio because of Cowherd, but I don't even know. I, I, I noticed that the other day because he had tweeted something and somebody linked it, and I was like, oh, what did he say? And I'm blocked by him. Like, I have no idea how it I'm, happened. I'm blocked by Derek Carr, too, and I've never t- talked about him ever, too. So I don't know how this happens where people block, but yeah, you might have been blanket blocked for, for being on FSR, but you know, like those things, I know it's small. I know it, it, everyone's listening, well, it doesn't, it's very small. Yeah, but small things like this eventually add up. And again, you have a first-year head coach in Cleveland. You have all these all these personalities, right? You have Jarvis Landry and Odell. Everyone's got to get the ball, right? You have to get the ball, everybody. Um, you know, Kitchen's kind of already upset with Odell not showing up this offseason. There's just little things here and there that worry me uh, about the Browns. And again, the, the pressure for for Freddie Kitchens is like none other for first-year head coach. He, totally. I looked at the coaches that have succeeded the last, let's say, five, seven years as first-year head coaches. They've all kind of had experience calling plays 
or be in a leadership position, whether it's Frank Reich or, or Matt Nagy or Coach Reed or, or Bruce Arians all the way back to the Arizona days when he first got to Arizona with 10 and 6. Freddie Kitchens has had none of this. Right? He's been a position coach for like 11 years. The last year took over on a failing team. Uh, yeah, they, they played well under his offense, but he was not in a leadership role for more than like eight weeks um, as far as running an entire offense, running the entire meetings. And now he's pushed into this role. Um, it's, it's unprecedented, the pressure he's under. How excited are you for the Raiders on hard knocks? Oh, it's going to be amazing. Um, I, I think the first thing they're going to show is, uh, is I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess. They're going to show like a, a clip from minicamp, and it's going to be Richie Incognito and, and Vontez Perfect fighting. Like, that's going to be the first scene. And then they're going to fast forward to training camp when everyone arrives and they're all buddy-buddies. Um, dude, it's going to be wild. I mean, speaking about a lot of personalities, look, you might – and I've talked about Antonio Brown and kind of what happened at Pittsburgh. He works his butt off, though, right? I mean, he's he's been there every day uh, of the offseason program. He's done he's really He's the exact well. opposite of Odell. While we talk a lot about in the offseason, Antonio Brown versus Odell Beckham, obviously both big-time playmaking wide receivers. Antonio Brown, since his, since he has been with the, the Raiders, has been grinding away, learning the offense, working with Derek Carr, trying to get himself ready for the season. And Odell Beckham Jr. has better has barely been in Cleveland at all. Correct. Um, and so, you know, Tony Brown deserves credit. He's been fairly quiet since he got to Oakland. Uh, but just the personalities there. And John Gruden is listening to him, you know, run, run the meetings and, and everything else. It's going to be it's going to be amazing. I love that show. I mean, we have you know, the All or Nothing show on Amazon comes out soon for the Panthers. Um, I'm excited to watch. I dude, I eat all this stuff. Like I watch. I'll go back this summer at some point probably and watch like. The Ravens, the first the first season of Hard Knocks, it's the best one. Go go back and watch it if you just have some free time because the stuff that made it through editing like could never be said now on television. Like it's it's remarkable to see, and people pretty much talk the same in the locker room now. It's just not on television. Uh, it's pretty funny to watch kind of like what made it through as far as like politically incorrect comments and some of the hazing stuff that was done that can never be said on television now. Yeah, it's unfortunate because it ends up – I mean, I think what people like about Hard Knocks, and I've made this argument for a long time, is I think every team should have a version of Hard Knocks. Like, if you could afford to bring in the HBO production crew, what it does is it makes you like your team a lot more than you did before, right? Now, is it selectively edited? Yes. Is it designed to make you you know like people and to create mini-drama that doesn't necessarily feel the way it feels – uh, on television in real life. All those things are true. I mean, that's what reality television does. But I think it's great for every team. It creates a fan rooting interest. I think that's one reason the Browns are such a big storyline now is because of hard knocks last year. 100% agree with you. We've seen teams now do their own things. So the Colts put out the little mini series kind of about the, the process of scouting and drafting players, which was fantastic. I play in the league. I eat this stuff up. I love it. I can't imagine someone who, who just is a fan of the NFL. The Chiefs have their own thing now called the franchise that they air. I think every other week it's about this kind of same thing as, as the Colts are doing. Right. These are produced in-house, so they're very favorable to the team. But again, you kind of get a behind-the-scenes of what's happening. Uh, you know, and there's some frank moments and conversations about what happened the previous year, where the team is going now. And I think it's, it's a home run anytime uh, a team can do this. And I agree with you. I think more teams should be willing to – uh, to share some behind-the-scenes information because, again, you can share a lot and make it seem like you're sharing a lot, 
by sharing a lot of 1% of what happens. I mean, there's so much that happens that will never be known, but just giving fans a little bit of information allows them, to your point, to feel a lot closer to the franchise than, than, than they really are. Did you watch the U.S. Open at all yesterday? Uh, I watched a little bit of it while I was on the radio. It's kind of nice. I, we were on the, was on the radio early the... yesterday from like, from like 10, a, 10, to, 10 a.m. to 1 Eastern. And uh, 1 p.m. Eastern, it was, golf was on it. I think the feature group was first shown at like 10.45 a.m. So it was nice to watch uh, some golf. My brother played Pebble Beach like three weeks ago. So uh, I got a full scouting report from him a couple weeks ago. On it. And the I, I think it's fun. I love West Coast majors like this because we're going to get every day, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, primetime golf. So the fact that a lot of you got home yesterday from work and you could kick back, put your feet up, and watch Tiger if you're a golf guy – uh, and watch and see how that tournament was going. I love it. Um, I think it's phenomenal. Jeff Schwartz, have a good weekend. We will talk to you next week. You too, bud. Take care. Uh, that is Jeff Schwartz. Go follow him on Twitter. I am Clay Travis. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about that U.S. Open. Also continue to talk about the Raptors win and the awful injury to Clay Thompson as we continue to roll here. This is Outkick Friday edition on Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Welcome back, Geico Outkick Studios. Question that is out there uh, right now, my poll question up uh, on Twitter, at Clay Travis. You can find me there. Uh, 5,000 of you have voted in the first hour. Which do you believe you'll remember more in 10 years about this Warriors-Raptors series? The Kevin Garnett Achilles tendon tear in conjunction with, if you're just waking up with us right now, the Clay Thompson torn ACL, uh, or... The Raptors winning a title, 55% of you saying that you'll remember more the Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson injuries from this story, this uh, series than you will who won the championship. Uh, on top of that, uh, I think there's no doubt that if Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson are healthy, this is a five-game series at most. Does anybody in the crew disagree that the Warriors win this in five or fewer games if both guys are healthy? No, I don't think so. It would have went five at the very most six games. I mean, and again, I think if Klay Thompson doesn't get hurt, anybody who was watching that game last night, he was on fire. He had 30 points after the two free throws when he had to come back. He would have scored 40 last night. I think the Warriors win uh, this the game six if Klay Thompson doesn't tear his ACL on that dunk in the uh, late in the third quarter. And so if, uh, if Clay Thompson is able to, uh, to come back from, uh, from this injury, we'll see. But if he doesn't go out, Warriors win game six, and they might well have won game seven, even without Kevin Durant for anything other than 11 minutes in this series. I also think, interestingly, this will take away some of the attention on the Kevin Durant injury because it, now it just seems like a calamity of errors. It's wild to even think about having two guys this big in the NBA. Again, I think they're two of the top 15 players, and arguably Kevin Durant's the best player in the NBA right now. To have both of them go out with injuries which are going to knock them out for all of next season, or at least the vast majority of next season, is wild to think about. And it's one thing for the Warrior dynasty to come crashing down. Uh, It's another thing entirely for it to happen in such a shocking manner where both these guys get injured in the same form uh, two different injuries, but in the same way with season-ending injuries for the entire next season. If I were polling you right now, do you believe the Warriors will ever go to another NBA Finals with this crew, right? So basically, we know Steph and Draymond are still on this team. So let's just use them as an example. Do we think that Steph Curry and Draymond Green will go to another NBA Finals with the Golden State Warriors? What would you say, Danny G? I don't think so. The East is getting stronger, and now the West is a little more wide open. We saw what Portland was able to do and a couple of other squads like Denver. 
So it's going to be tough for the the Warriors. They'll obviously still be a playoff team. A playoff I'm not even team, sure they're but, a playoff team. Oh come on! You know they'll get to the first round of the playoffs. No, I mean I'm, I'm not. I'm not 100 certain about that. I mean, if you look at what they have on the offensive side of the ball, assume Demarcus Cousins leaves. How and can you that say that though? Last week you loved Steph Curry. You don't think I, he? Could... I think I think Steph. I think Steph Curry is phenomenal, but there is zero offensive weaponry outside of Steph Curry. I mean, Draymond Green can't shoot. Quinn Cook. You think he's going to come in? You think uh, McKin McKinney? Um, is going to come in. I mean, I well, don't, don't know. you think that front office is going to work hard, though, to get some I just, bench I don't players? Think they have that... the, I don't think they have the money. Because assume if, if Kevin yeah, Durant right. and have less Clay Thompson. Money. Yeah, money is going to be a problem. And think about, but hold on, think about Andre Iguodala may well not have much left. And probably you're going to lose uh, you're going to Livingston. Lose Livingston. Yep. So, I mean, even those guys who at times could be good role players, I'm not sure that they're a playoff team. I mean, I don't mean that like any kind of attack on Steph Curry. I just they've been able to get guys to come on and take less money to play with them because they've been able to dangle the possibility of, hey, we're going to be able to win a championship. And so, if you want to come here, you get a chance to play in meaningful games in the postseason and win a championship. I don't think they can hang that out there. Now, it's possible the entire storyline next year for the Golden State Warriors will be. Hey, we're going to get Clay Thompson healthy. We're going to get Kevin Durant healthy, and they're going to come back at the end of the season. It doesn't matter where we finish. All we have to do is make the playoffs. But I'm not sure if you look at the roster that they have right now that this is a team that's going to be able to win 45 games, which is what it might take to make the playoffs in the West. I want you to think about who the Warriors have coming back that you 100% know is going to be back on their team next year. All right, Kevon Looney will be back. Pretty good player, developing decent talent. Steph Curry will be back. Draymond Green will be back. Will Andre Iguodala come back for another season? I don't know. We'll see. If he does come back, how much gas does he have left in the tank? We'll also see what happens there. Jarebko, uh, does anybody feel like, oh, with Jonas Jarebko out there, there's no stopping the Warriors now. McKinney has completely vanished down the stretch of this series. Alfonso McKinney made some big shots against the Portland Trailblazers. He hasn't shown anything. He was basically non-existent in the NBA Finals. DeMarcus Cousins, probably going to leave. Unlikely the Warriors can afford him. Not that DeMarcus Cousins was playing at a really high level, but he's probably going to leave. Andrew Bogut, probably going to go back to Australia now. Quinn Cook, do you feel like he was really very helpful when guys knew that he had to make plays, I, I don't. I don't feel like he added very much at all. Sean Livingston, probably going to retire. Close to it. It seems like he's right up against the end of his time to be able to contribute. Jordan Bell, he didn't even play last night. Not really much of an offensive weapon. Decent at times defensively. Seems a little bit undersized. Is that a team that you 100% believe is going to make the playoffs next year? Because not one I believe 100% is going to make the playoffs next year. And that's assuming everybody stays healthy. Where is the scoring going to come from? And people say, well, the Warriors have a good GM and Bob Myers. They'll make moves. They'll be able to get better around them. How? How? They're not going to have much flexibility. And everybody that they've added the past couple of years has been added on the veteran minimum based on the idea of, you know what, we can help you win a championship. 
So are Andre Iguodala and Sean Livingston going to come back when they see the talent that surrounds them now? I guess the storyline of the Warriors next season, assuming they sign Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson as they rehab their injuries, could be, hey guys, get in the playoffs, and then the plan is that Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson are going to come back sometime in March. They're going to round into shape, and it won't matter where where we are seated at all. We can still be the best team in the NBA once the postseason gets going. But think about this. Given the way these two guys went out with season-ending injuries, and not just this season-ending injuries, but next season almost ending injuries, do you think the Warriors are going to rush these guys back in any way? Bob Myers was crying after Kevin Durant got hurt. The worst thing that could happen to him is they bring Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson back, and both guys injure themselves at the end of next season as well. So I think there's a good chance Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson both sit out all of next season. If that happens, I'm really not sure the Warriors are a legitimate playoff team based on the guys that they have left that were playing at the end of this season that were playing last night. We'll talk about this with Chad Withrow. We'll talk about the U.S. Open. Day two underway, going to be in prime time. Did we learn anything at all? Is Brooks Kepka the most disrespected athlete in the modern era of sports? All he did was go out and post another below-par round in another major and put himself into contention to potentially win a third straight U.S. Open. Yet hardly anybody was talking about him. Even the odds makers didn't believe in him. We'll talk about all that and more. A lot to dive into still as we finish off the week, final hour of the week here. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Welcome back, Geico Outkick Studios. We're joined now by my guy Chad Withrow at Withrow Zone 104.5, the zone in Nashville. Withrow, poll questions up. Ten years from now, do you remember this series more for the Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson injuries that ended their series and also may well keep them out for all of next year, or do you remember it for the Raptors winning the title? You remember it for the injuries. I mean, that's <laughs> I, I, I hate to to poo-poo the Raptors because it's a great story and they're a great team. But, I mean, they're not winning that title without Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson having injuries. Now, you could maybe make the argument that, you know, even if Clay Thompson stays healthy the entire series, completely healthy, uh, they still win it. Uh, but they're definitely not winning the series if Kevin Durant's healthy. So now, I'm going to remember it as what I think is going to be the end of this version of the Warriors dynasty uh, with all the injuries at the end of the season. So that's where the majority is going right now. We got 10,000 votes. You can go vote in this poll question at Clay Travis. Uh, it's up right there at the top of my page. Only been up an hour, and already 10,000 of you have voted. And the West Coast probably still waking up right now. So I'd imagine this will get even more slanted. But uh, 55% of you saying in 10 years you'll remember it more for uh, the Ke- uh, Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson injuries than you will the Raptors title. Even last night with Rowe. Are you with me that the Warriors win that game if Klay Thompson doesn't get injured? Because after his free throws, they're up five. They then intentionally foul. But they would have been up five with two minutes to go in the third. Still a lot of time left in that game. But the way Klay Thompson was shooting, do you feel like that the Raptors would have been able to win that game and come back? No no way. Warriors win that game. I mean, you got to think there's the, the Warriors are still a missed Steph Curry three. 
a shot that he normally hits away from forcing. That was a pretty seven. good look for him. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, for him, it's a great look. And I, I thought it was going to go down. And I thought we were going to get that classic moment. You know, I'm watching, I'm thinking, this is the Michael Jordan over, over Byron Russell shot that we're about to see. You know, we're going to see that big moment for Steph Curry in NBA Finals game that he's going to hit the shot at the buzzer or in the closing seconds to win a game. Uh, and he had that opportunity. So if Clay Thompson's in there the way he was playing, you know, suddenly the shots that DeMarcus Cousins, and DeMarcus Cousins is pretty good down the stretch, don't get me wrong, but the shots that are going to DeMarcus Cousins or Andre Iguodala or Draymond Green, who I know hit a big three but also missed a big wide open three, some of those shots are going to Clay Thompson. And I think you'd agree with me, Clay. I, I like Clay Thompson's chances with some of those big shots in the last five minutes as opposed to those guys. No doubt. I mean, Clay Thompson is as clutch as clutch can get. Now, when you look at this Warrior team, Right. Um, You you mentioned that their dynasty might be over. Draymond Green obviously tries to argue that's not the case. But can you ever remember a team have injuries like this? I mean, I'm not talking about injuries. Like People want to say, oh, Kevin Love's got a hurt shoulder or Kyrie Irving's got an injury. Those guys come back for the start of next season. I'm talking about even if you want to be uncharitable to Klay Thompson, he's one of the 15 best players in the NBA. And I think the way he was playing in the postseason, Kevin Durant was, at the time that he got injured the first time on his right calf, the best player in the NBA. So two of the top 15 players in the NBA, to have them both go out in back-to-back games and miss not only the rest of that series, again, we've seen that happen before, but all of next season. Can you even remember anything like this in sports, period? I mean, this would be like Tom Brady in you know a game getting his ACL blown up and then the next game, Rob Gronkowski going out. I mean, which you know, whichever two biggest players you can think of on another team to have them not only get injured in the playoffs, but have them be out for the entire next season. I can't even remember it ever happening, not just in basketball, but any sport. Well, and Clay, and you mentioned that you know the Patriots comparison to that. You know that what you mentioned, Tom Brady going down, Rob Gronkowski going down, Julian Edelman going down the next week, far more likely because we're talking about the game of football. Right, and that doesn't like even that happen. happen all the time. I mean, this is basketball is not known for being you know a body bag sport, uh, like we saw with the Warriors uh, this year. I, I've never seen anything like it. It's pretty remarkable. It, you know, I know this sounds strange saying anything with the Warriors doing that they do well is remarkable, given their super team status and those guys are healthy. It's pretty remarkable the Warriors were in the position they were when you think of what they were dealing with, losing Kevin Durant in the middle of the game in the second quarter. You know, they're holding on to like a seven- or eight-point lead at the time. They're hanging on for dear life in Game 5 in Toronto. They find a way to hit some big shots late and win. Then they give themselves another chance to win in Game 6 without Kevin Durant the whole game, uh, without Clay Thompson, who was playing well from the you know late third quarter on. And then you've got Steph Curry with a, a chance to win the game. So I'm thinking after the Danny Green turnover and the Warriors have the ball with nine seconds left, if they can pull this off, and just force a Game 7. That's pretty remarkable with everything that they were dealing with, even though they are this super team. I've never seen anything like it from an injury standpoint. You ever seen three people simultaneously try to call timeout when they have none left, much less a dynasty uh, NBA team? I mean, I know Chris Webber, we raked over the coals when he tried to call the timeout against UNC, but I don't ever remember seeing three, and it kind of got snowed under 
because I think most people were acknowledging that even if the Warriors had gotten the ball there, they probably are not going to win. They would have had .9 seconds to try to get up another shot, and granted, they could have still won. But to have three guys simultaneously call a timeout they didn't have to have the game in that way is pretty wild. Yeah, and Steve Kerr's face said it all. You know, he's patting Steph Curry on the back and, and looking at it as they're as they're waiting on the technical the free throw. It just kind of says, well, you know, you got the we got the look you wanted. You missed the shot, and then we called a, a, a timeout that we didn't have. I, I think that pretty much summed it up. I, I haven't seen anything like that. Um, I can see how in the moment, you know, you're, you're seconds are ticking away, your season's ticking away, you're doing whatever you can, and your natural reaction would be to turn and, and call a timeout. I, I, I looked at something right after that, though, Clay. If you want to see a demonstration of the laser focus of Kawhi Leonard. He wanted the and one. <laughs> oh, yes. But, I mean, think about he's This is a guy who was on camera telling Kyle Lowry to get to the court and not give him a fist bump before a game. When yes. He's trying to give him a fist bump, leaves him hanging. And then when they're about to win an NBA title, because there's time still left in the court, he's petitioning for the and one with the official. I thought that was amazing. It wasn't him celebrating the title or the game was over at that point. He wanted the and one so the game would officially be over and be a two-possession game at that point. I, I thought that was, that was an amazing moment to watch, just how dialed in Kawhi Leonard still was. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Speaking of Kawhi Leonard, what do you think he should do now that he's an unrestricted free agent? What do you think he will do? I would like to see him stay in Toronto. Um, I know that's probably not the best thing for the league, but he's such an understated guy that doesn't get wrapped up in everything around the game. I think Toronto's a good spot for him. See, see what they continue to do there. See if they can win multiple championships. I'd like to see that. What I think he's going to do is go to L.A. I think in, in some form he's going to go back home and, uh, and, and play maybe for the Clippers, maybe for the Lakers, but I think he's going to L.A. And certainly that's what the league would like. You know, if you could get uh, Durant and Kyrie Irving in the New York market, if you could get Kawhi Leonard to the L.A. market, I mean, that's that's going to be beneficial for for the league. And, Clay, I know you've been commenting a lot on the ratings of the NBA. We saw two all-time classic NBA Finals games the last two games. Curious to see how they perform ratings-wise. Curious to see how everything changes once one of those big market teams becomes relevant again uh, in the NBA with some of these players that could be moving there. Well, I think, look, the, the, the Durant and Clay Thompson injuries, because they're two of the top four free agents for the NBA, uh, is pretty devastating in terms of the excitement about what they might do, even if they went back to the Warriors. But with both those guys injured and presumably them probably not coming back, and if they do come back, they come back for a little bit at the end of the year, uh, I think it's wide open. I was saying earlier, and I'll talk about this in the final segment, Kawhi has the opportunity now to potentially be a kingmaker because wherever he goes, I think you could argue that team should be favored to win a championship, whether it was the Clippers, whether it was the Brooklyn Nets, uh, probably not the Knicks. But either of those teams, which both have big cap space, I think if Kawhi went and joined them, given the fact that they were both playoff teams already, there's a strong argument that those two teams could leap all the way to the top of the board in terms of the most likely to actually go win an uh, NBA championship. Uh, but let's circle back around on uh, on what we just saw. Um, would you invest a max contract deal? And I think coming off the ACL, Clay is easier to deal with because we've seen a lot of guys come back off ACLs and be every bit as good as they had been before. But Achilles tendon on Kevin Durant. Do you give him four years guaranteed or potentially five years guaranteed if you're the Warriors? 
I I don't. But here's the, the crazy thing about this, Clay. We had Brandon Wright on our show yesterday. You know Brandon. Played in the NBA, oh, yeah. Played with the Warriors, in fact. And he said, you know, I, he wouldn't even do a deal like that. But someone's going to do it. And that, that's the market. You know, someone's going to give him everything that he wants in, in a max deal. It's going to stop some teams from giving him that, but there's going to be multiple teams that will be interested in doing that. So if it's going to happen anyways and you want him, then I, I would consider it if I were the Warriors. It seems like the best thing for Kevin Durant now is to take the option, stay with the Warriors this year and rehab, and then hit the open market you know, the, the following year and, and, and stay with them. So I, I'm curious to see how he handles this. And I would also be curious to see what happens. Let's say that he rehabs throughout the, the regular season with the Warriors. Well, the Warriors just get into the playoffs, and let's say Kevin Durant could somehow play right around playoff time a year from now. But what does yeah, that I think the that's Warriors gonna... into next year for a playoff run? I think that's going to be the storyline. I think if the Warriors can get Clay and, and Durant under contract, the question that will be talked about ad nauseum throughout the entire season is, will they, those two guys come back? And if so, all that matters is if the Warriors make the playoffs. Because it doesn't matter if they're the one seed, the eight seed, the six, the five, the four, whatever they are, you get them into the playoffs if suddenly they get that jolt from Clay and Steph coming back. And I think the wild card there will be, can the Warrior organization bring these guys back, especially Kevin Durant, given the fact that there was the criticism that they rushed Durant back too early, even if it's not true, and that led to his Achilles injury? Are either of those guys going to be willing to play next year, um, and how quickly do they recover from the injury, given that they both got injured in the final week of the season, unlike, let's say, a DeMarcus Cousins who got injured in the last week of, of uh, January last year, so had a lot more time to recover and be able to, to bring himself back. So that will be a story certainly worth following. Uh, last question for you, Chad Withrow, at Withrow Zone, uh, 104.5 The Zone in Nashville. Are you enjoying primetime U.S. Open golf as much as I am? I mean, last night I started off watching U.S. Open. I was flipping back and forth between that and the NBA Finals Game 6, being able to see how Tiger was going to finish I love it. I think it's phenomenal when the U.S. opens on the West Coast and we get an entire day of activity going all the way into the night on the East Coast. I love it, Clay, because it's so different in terms of television schedule. I like things that are different. I like the British Open for the same reason. I kind of like the early morning. Waking up early and being able to watch it. Yeah, I mean, you're up early every day, so it's no change for you. But I love it because it's something different for the routine. And Tiger Woods teeing off at 4.30 p.m. Central Time was outstanding yesterday. So I, I'm all in on the primetime golf. And we're going to have Sunday night primetime golf up against Sunday night television this week. So that's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be outstanding as always. Have a good weekend, my man. We'll talk to you next week. Hey, happy Father's Day too, Clay. Oh, yeah, same to you. Happy Father's Day to everybody out there. I'm glad I got remember. I, uh, we focus so much on Mother's Day. A lot of times Father's Day gets snowed under. I totally forgot that Father's Day is going to happen. Uh, when we come back, a little bit of a controversy on the court starring a Raptors executive who could be much sought after. What happened, we'll discuss. And also, looking at NBA free agency, is Kawhi now the sole and only kingmaker in the entire NBA universe? We'll talk about it. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their kumo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Montel Jordan bringing us back as he does every single Friday final segment of the week here in the Geico Outkick Studios. Uh, For the poll question of the day, you can find it on Twitter at Clay Travis. Go vote as 12,000 of you have so far. Uh, Which do you believe you'll remember more in 10 years about this Warriors-Raptors series? 55% of you say you'll remember the Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson injuries more than you will the Raptors title. But the big storyline here to me as we look forward now that the Raptors have won Canada their first ever NBA title is this question. We have moved in the space of two games from game five and game six from 
where in the world will Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson end up to the only free agent out there in the marketplace at all that could impact who wins the title next year is Kawhi Leonard. Because I really firmly believe that. The only way that Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson are in the mix for titles next year, probably, is if they re-up with Golden State, rehab all year, and then are able to come back and play in March or April as the NBA playoffs get underway. If that is the case then all that would matter is whether the Warriors were capable of actually getting into the playoffs. Because if they were there, it wouldn't matter if they were the 7 or the 8 seed. They would be able, potentially, if Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant were rounding into health during the playoffs, they'd be able to potentially get into the playoffs and steal a title. That is, come back, not have played the whole season, have gotten into shape, be better, and able to go. I imagine that is what will be talked about a great deal in the training room for the Golden State Warriors if that is the hope. If Klay Thompson re-signs with the Warriors and if Kevin Durant does, the talk will be, whether it happens or not, I don't know, and certainly the pressure on Bob Myers and the Golden State Warriors will be substantial over bringing these guys back given how the season ended, particularly with Kevin Durant. You don't want to bring somebody back too early but that will be the talk. If Steph and Draymond Green and whatever other core nucleus pieces the Warriors can bring to bear at the start of next season and throughout their uh, their quest in the 2019-20 season, if those guys can all come together and manage to get the Warriors in the playoffs, the talk will be Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson coming back. The Warriors still have a chance to win a title. But if something changes there... I don't think the teams those guys would go to would be in positions to contend for a title. And if you look around at all these other free agents out there, Kyrie Irving, Kawhi Leonard, uh, you've got a little bit of uh, Jimmy Butler talk. You certainly have the Kimball Walker talk, the Angelo Russell, whoever these guys are. I believe the only player that is a kingmaker in that group, in that cadre of healthy players, is Kawhi. And the decision that Kawhi is going to have to make is going to be intriguing, particularly because he keeps such a close vest and counsel that nobody else ever really seems to know what Kawhi Leonard is thinking. And Kawhi is going to have to decide now. I've won a title in San Antonio. I have won a title in Toronto. Do I now basically have carte blanche? Can I leave and still be a legend for the rest of my life in Canada because I brought a title to the Raptors or... Do I need to make a decision to go ahead and take this opportunity to jump now? I can go to the Clippers. Maybe I can consider talking to the Lakers. Or I could go to Brooklyn. And either of those teams, if I join them, would suddenly catapult themselves towards the top of the marketplace for which teams are favored to win the title in 2020. Kawhi is the kingmaker. And in a season where we expected that we'd talk a lot about Kevin Durant and certainly maybe Clay Thompson, there'd be some drama with what he decided to do. I think their injuries have stripped away a lot of the free agency drama, and effectively now, Kawhi Leonard is the only player with the ability to go to a new team and make them the champions. I mean, it sounds crazy, but if Kawhi goes to the Clippers, the Clippers might well become the favorite to win the NBA title. If Kawhi goes to the Brooklyn Nets, the Brooklyn Nets might well become the favorite to go win the NBA title based on the fact that those were already playoff teams 
and what we saw them do once they got into the postseason. If he comes back with the Raptors, maybe the Raptors are your preseason favorites, given the injuries to the Golden State Warriors. I will be intrigued to see how the markets in the preseason will handle the Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson injuries and whether they seem to be pricing in that these guys will be back at some point next season or if they expect and anticipate that both Clay and KD will sit out for all of next season coming off of these injuries. That's the number one story, I believe, that's going in, going on in the NBA. One story that could be worth following uh, and is out there as a uh, story that is still being unpacked is the GM for the, uh, the president GM, however you want to cla- uh, classify him, Masai Ujiri, uh, as he was entering the court last night to celebrate the Raptors championship, allegedly struck a police officer because he was trying to get on the court without a credential and that Oakland police officer did not want to let him on the court. This is a wild story, potentially, if there is video evidence to support it, if there are people who watched this story happen, because we spent a lot of time talking about a Warriors owner who shoved Kyle Lowry. Can you imagine if the president of the Raptors slugged a police officer as he was trying to get on the court? Police officers are there to keep people from getting on the court who don't have credentials. There's a limited video that does show you that Ujuri did not have his credential on him So that makes sense that a police officer would try to stop him from entering the court because he could be a threat to the players on the court there. And uh, we will have to see exactly what ends up happening there. But Adrian Wojnarowski reported right as we went to, uh, as the season ended, that the that the possibility was the Washington Wizards were going to give Ujuri $10 million a year and obviously he is the guy who made the decision to pull the trigger on the Kawhi Leonard trade, so his stock has never been higher, but that could be an ugly incident that unspools. Report is that the DA's office in Oakland will be reviewing this as to whether or not to press charges over uh, a police officer being hit as uh, as the uh, celebration began on the court for the Warriors uh, as that Raptors executive tried to get onto the court. But in the meantime, it's Kawhi Watch officially underway If he goes somewhere else, he's the kingmaker. He changes the landscape in the NBA. Also, Anthony Davis watch ongoing. We'll talk about all that on Monday, plus get you ready. U.S. Open looks phenomenal this weekend. Everybody have a happy Father's Day out there. Hopefully we get a great U.S. Open as well. This has been another week of OutKick. Thanks for hanging with us. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 